Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. All right, everybody. Thank you guys for joining me. Welcome to another episode of uh, <laughs> The Green Tea Room. Brought to you by Tea Time Unfiltered. I hope everybody's doing good today. Um, I wanted to wait until we had more people in here. Um, we have quite a bit of people in here. It is going down right now on social media. If you guys do not know, I talked about this earlier on YouTube. Everybody's talking about this. This is global news right now. Bill Cosby has gotten out, and it is causing, I mean, the internet is shattering right now. It is so much debate. Some people are definitely team Bill Cosby. Other people are not. It's so bad that Janet Hubert and Felicia Rashad are going back and forth on Twitter. I mean, it's gotten that crazy. Um, I hope everybody can hear me. Okay, cool, cool. All right. So um, let me go ahead and say something. I want to clear something up that I said during my um, podcast earlier because there seems to be like this debate um, when I was talking about him basically talking during the deposition and admitting to it, I wasn't speaking about him admitting to Andre. I think that's where the, the confusion was. He didn't admit to drugging her. He admitted to giving her drugs, but he had admitted to drugging other women. So I don't understand why people are acting like this just came out of thin air. It's in the deposition. You can also Google the case. Um, they have a breakdown of it on several websites. It's also on Wikipedia. But one of the things that was stated during the deposition, I'm going to read that to you guys really quick here. And it states this, in the deposition, Cosby testified that he obtained quaaludes from gynecologist Leroy Amwar, who knew that Cosby had no intentions of taking the drugs himself. Cosby intended to give them to women he wanted to have sexual relations with and admitted that he had given the drugs to at least one woman and other people. Cosby admitted, knowing that it was illegal at the time, to dispense drugs to people. Um, Amwar, who later had his medical license revoked in California and New York, the judge ruled that releasing the sealed documents was justified by Bill Cosby's role as a public moralist, in contrast to his possible criminal private behavior. So that is what they use basically, um, you know, as a catalyst, one, to get the trial going, and then they use that against him. So he did admit to drugging women. It may not have been her specifically, but that is in the deposition that he did admit to that. But, and I believe the reason why he admitted to it because of, was because of that sweetheart deal where he thought that he could not be charged criminally. Because the whole time it was supposed to be a civil case. So I just wanted to make that clear in case it got mixed up because it was so much stuff that I had to break down in that podcast. So right now it's a lot going on. He's come out. He's speaking. Um, he went to Twitter. He was also, um, his lawyers were speaking for him when he got home. He didn't really say too much to the cameras, but he did release a tweet. And I will talk about that in just a second. Um, thank you, Minnie. Yeah, people don't. People are acting like folks just made this up. He has done some nefarious things, and I'm not going to sit here and just, you know, discount that 
because he got out on a technicality. I'm just not. So I want to go ahead and bring on Rejoice. Rejoice, feel free to um, unmute your microphone. I know hey, you team. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. So how do you feel about everything, especially being that you're kind of young? What is the younger generation thinking about with all this Bill Cosby stuff? Because for us, you know, he was like America's father. Like we grew up watching him as kids. You know, he's kind of outside of your generation. So you just graduating from high school. How do you feel about this? I'm very conflicted. Like, I don't know what to really think about it because it's like, it's like, yeah, he did something really bad that we really can't, we can't give like a hard fact that, yes, he did it only because he signed a plea deal to like just get, you know, and he can't be charged for it. What he did was so long ago. Can he really be, is he supposed to really be charged for it or not is what I'm really conflicted about. So you're more worried about like the statute of limitations because it's not anything recent. Yeah. Cause like, I understand. Cause it's like, okay, if it, if it was like for children, people would, wouldn't really care so much about the statute of lim. Well, they would push so hard on the statute of limitation to the fact where he wouldn't even be able to um, be tried for this and, you know, he wouldn't go to jail at all. But because um, these it's a, a bunch of women cooperating this and it's someone who's powerful, it's like they were able to get him in jail for a little bit and then he can get out. But it's like, what if it was... You know, if they were younger, would he even be tried for this at all? Is what I'm saying. Like, it's kind of double-sided with this. Mm -hmm. So, so you think they're probably just making an example out of him? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. Thank you for um, letting me know that. Let me go ahead. We have Lady J on the stage. Lady J, go ahead and unmute your mic. Hey. Good evening, everybody. How you guys doing? We're doing good. How about you? I'm okay. Um, hey, Joyce. I think she just muted her microphone. Oh, okay. hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, kind of to counter what you said, or even somewhat agree, because of our little bit of an age difference. Um, I grew up with watching Bill Cosby on the Cosby Show, you know, with Felicia Rashad and all of them, and he did. He was like the moral dad, you know, for a lot of us. But he also, for most of us who were paying attention growing up in the 80s and the 90s, later on realized he hung around with some really nefarious people. And the whole old adage, birds of a feather flock together is real. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's real. Very, yeah. So that's one thing. But while Rejoice was talking, I did a little quick search and I went to the Daily Mail. And there was an article in the Daily Mail saying exclusive um, how Hugh Hefner is sued over claims he conspired with Bill Cosby to drug and sexually assault teenage dancer at Playboy Mansion in 2008. Now, riddle me why as a teenager at the Playboy Mansion, okay, whatever. Um, but the fact that, you know, I remember the last years of Hugh Hefner's life, they just kind of kept keeping it, you know, trying to, you know, act like nothing was happening, let him just his time to just time on out because, see, Hugh Hefner kept secrets. Mm -hmm. okay. 
And I feel like Jeffrey Epstein kind of as an offshoot to this conversation to me was trying to give Hugh Hefner. You know, he just always looked like a man that was, you know, playing with other people's money. But he always tried to be Hugh. But that's just my thought on that. But Bill Cosby, guilty or innocent, this was a technicality, people. Like T say, read the document. Yeah. Read the document. Yeah. It definitely was. It's not like, you know, like I said, there's proof in there because he it came. These are his own words that he did, you know, drug a woman and, you know, he did do quaaludes. And that was a big thing. That was a big thing, especially in that environment, being that we're talking about Hugh Hefner, um, the Playboy environment. That was a big thing in the 60s and 70s, because, you know, I think I think in today's time you can kind of equate quaaludes to how people roll on ecstasy. It's kind of mm. equivalent to that is how they did it back then, you know, so it was very readily available. And remember, too, back in those days, you had a lot of Dr. Feelgoods all through Hollywood, mm. all through Cali, where these doctors would be prescribing all types of medications that were not necessarily for their patients, but that they could give to other people. So the drug culture was really big. And that's what's so funny is like, as I got older and I really started researching a lot of this stuff because the man who he portrayed on television versus, you know, what he was out here doing in these streets was definitely totally different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. And yeah, I definitely feel like the rabbit hole goes deep. You know, even just the connection with Epstein with him living across the street from Epstein. Yeah, that's you know? very fishy. Birds of a feather. You know, it's just a lot of stuff with this whole Hollywood situation. So let me go ahead. We have a lot of people raising their hand. Ooh, we got a full house. Okay. Hey. So let me go ahead. Um, this is going to be a long one today. Yeah. So just mute your mic. I'm going to go ahead and bring on Aaron. Aaron, you're on stage. Go ahead and mute your mic. Unmute your mic. I don't know how. We can hear you. Oh, it's unmuted? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? Oh, <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. So what do you think about this whole Bill Cosby situation? First, I want to say what I think about your show. This is amazing. I'm so proud of you. Uh, this is really exciting. Um, as Thank far you. As, you're very welcome. Uh, the Bill Cosby situation, yes, has definitely been throwing me for a loop. I heard about it this morning, him getting out. And I mean, I, I really wasn't sure when they would let him out. But I know they were in talks about him purchasing, uh, what was it, a news station or something crazy? NBC. Uh, yeah, NBC, you know. So, I mean, I, I really just feel like all of this was just because he was about to purchase NBC. You know, and I'm always going to feel like that. Anytime a black guy is about to do something great on some legacy. Same thing with Nipsey. He was about to tell the, the, the documentary on the uh, Dr. Sebi, you know. And so, I mean, call me a conspiracy theorist, but, you know, anytime I feel like anytime black people start getting too big and too successful, they want to go through our closet and try to find a skeleton, you know, in hopes to bring us down. I know a lot of these white folk done did it all, you know, um, it's just never going to get out, you know. So for me, I, I definitely love his work. Everything he did as far as work ethic is concerned. I don't really know about his personal life, whether or not that's true. Um, and I don't, I don't think anybody really does except for him and, or maybe the victims, but I definitely feel as though it's the NBC thing. Um, and, and I'm okay. just loving the, I'm loving everyone's opinions and things like that. So I'm gonna keep listening. Thank you for letting me share. 
Definitely. Thank you so much for calling in. So let me go ahead and bring on some more people here. Um, let's see here. Jasmine Huggins. Jasmine, you're on the stage. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. What do you think about the whole Bill Cosby situation? Okay, so I disagree with that. It was a bunch of women that he drugged or, you know, had this scandal with. Mm -hmm. Like, I was talking to my husband about it earlier, and we were like, he was a big person back in the day. He was uh, portraying this good husband, uh, good father, and upstanding citizen. If this scandal of him doing drugs and having sex with these women on his wife came out, it had been, like, you know, really big. So, I, my, my thinking is, why did they wait so long to do this? And and the deposition that you read, it stated that he did he he, he admitted to drugging one person, like one woman, and giving it to other people. So that mm -hmm. other people, I think it could be anybody, like uh, a neighbor or something, you know. So I don't I don't think that he was just out drugging a bunch of women, like or taking advantage of a bunch of women, like Epstein. And all these people like Seven Heaven, who the guy from Seven Heaven who hurt children, that's who really needed to be in this situation. I feel, but okay. that's just my opinion. Oh yeah, I, I I've drugged Stephen Collins over the years. You don't even hear nothing about him. Let's mm -hmm. put that under the rug quickly. Yes, definitely. Well, thank you so much, sis, for calling in with your opinion. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You guys have a great night. I'm gonna. No, get off. Okay, you too. Let me go ahead and bring on Ronald Harvey. Ronald, you're on the stage. Go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, how y'all doing this evening? We're doing good. How about you, Ronald? I'm doing good. Doing good. So yeah, um, once again, um, the whole one thing I'm looking into this whole thing with the Bill Cosby thing is the. Um, I blame the prosecutors because of this, because if you have a deposition that's supposed to have been sealed and put away, why are you using this in a court of, in the criminal case when he was told he was not, it's just pretty much like defying uh, his, his deal and what he had, uh, had going. So they pretty much were playing in, um, you know, they was going down a slippery slope in the first place, just him having this deal, them saying, okay, if you tell the truth, if you tell the truth, you know, or tell me what, what, what actually happened, you know, we won't charge you with this. So he was like, okay, if that's the case, I'm going to do because what anybody in their right mind is going to tell exactly what they're going to do if they if they don't have like a safety net to know that, you know, I'm not going to go to jail because of this. So why would he pull that off? You know, even though if he did, he said what he did, what he did, you know, he's a scumbag for doing it. But if he, if it's a deal that came along and says, you know, hey, you tell the truth, we won't charge you, you'll be fine, you know, you won't be all that, then, you know, and you go against his deal, this is on the prosecutor's fault. I feel for the victims in this situation because they are the ones that gets, gets hurt at the end because for them to bring them on, be like, yeah, you tell your story, we put you in front of the judge, they'll listen to you, and, and, and we'll, we'll get justice for you for this, for this situation, for this, for what he did to you. And now it's like it was all a lie to them. It seems like they put they, they put all their, their faces, their stories in, in major publications and front street. And now he's home. He's going to be home and they would never charge him for those crimes 
that's that those crimes again. He will never get charged for those crimes. So mm-hmm. it's like it's 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 pretty much it's a lose lose situation. It shows how how um this this whole system justice system is just corrupt and it's and it, it, it needs to be fixed. It, got it is very thing. corrupt, and and you're right about that because. That's the thing that even bothers me. One, the fact that he got this, what I like to call the sweetheart deal. The fact that that was even an option for him tells you how much wealth and prestige really plays a a point in the justice system. Because how many regular schmegler people can get a deal where, you know, just tell us, you know, what all happened and we'll look out for you won't be prosecuted criminally. I believe they told him that and he decided to be, you know, somewhat honest, right? Because he knew that he could not be prosecuted, so he thought. So I believe they did this as part of some type of humiliation ritual. Because why go through all this? It just doesn't make sense. Because that's what everybody, including his lawyer, was saying from day one. You guys are taking this deposition from, you know, a case that's not criminal, and you're dragging it to criminal case to convict them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and 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 the only people that gets hurt at the end of the day of this situation is the victims. You know, because right. for them to know that they think that they had justice and he's going to be going to jail for the for the longest time. He, some even consider that he might even die in prison. And then all of a sudden this comes up and now he's a free man. And, you know, and they'll never and he'll never be charged for the for those crimes that he committed against them. So it's like, you know, you know, what can you do? You know, it's exactly, it's, it's, you know, but thank you so much. I appreciate right. you. Let, me, let me share your stage today. I appreciate it, T. Definitely. Thanks for calling in. I'm Marcia. Marcia Jones, go ahead and um, unmute your mic. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. How are you? I am doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, Well, you were talking about it in the Discord, so I wanted you to kind of break down because it's been a lot of crazy stuff that went down today. Um, Like we were talking about, I was posting on Instagram so you had Bill Cosby. He went in, you know, for three years. He's out. And then the girl from Smallville, the woman from Smallville, for y'all who don't know, um, she was accused of running a sex cult. Okay. Her name is Allison Mack. And today she was sentenced to three years in prison for her role in the sex cult. Mm-hmm. And then we had Donald Rumsfeld die today at 88. So and it's been a lot of that- weird coincidences. Yes. And the weird thing is that if you look at the time, they reported that at three thirty, at three thirty, and um, and when you put those numbers together, like when you see thirty three, when you see numbers like thirty three, twenty two, and eleven, those are master numbers. Um, they're um, they're like incision numbers for angels, and um, thirty three is is like the uh, spiritual teacher. It's the double trinity. And it's the like the greatest master number at all all three ma- at a, all three master numbers, and um, so I was just like, hmm, that's weird. And then so you have like the first two single trini- um, trinities happening, and then when um you said Rumsfeld died, right? And then mm-hmm. had, and then you had him as like the double trinity and i'm like oh hell no <laughs> like keep a lookout when y'all see numbers and everything like that so and look them up so okay <laughs> all right bye Thank you, bye 
Now, people are in the chat. It's a lot of people in the chat. Well, only the iPhone people. <laughs> Poor team Android, honey. They Android, just, you'll get there, okay? Yeah, eventually yeah. they said it's coming. It's just Sorry, iPhone. P, I couldn't figure out the mute. My bad. <laughs> okay, no, you're cool. I want to say something real quick. In the oh, chat, yeah, everybody's talking about James Franco. If you guys do not know, um, James Franco, the American actor, filmmaker, painter, um, basically he just agreed to settle for 2.2. Twin and Energy, um, million for his sexual misconduct uh, lawsuit. Mm. So this was just announced. Wow. There's something going on today. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's, it's yep. something that's going on today. But yeah, this was just announced as well. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's crazy. So let me go ahead. Emily, what do you think about everything that's going on with the whole Bill Cosby situation? Well, um, and I could be wrong, but I'm trying to think of like the timeline. And didn't the whole Bill Cosby thing happen like right before the whole Me Too movement? Or was it kind of like right around the same time? But I want to say your your signal went out or something. uh, Can you hear me a little better now? Yeah. Uh huh. Um, The Me Too movement. Didn't the Bill Cosby thing happen like a little bit before the Me Too movement? Yeah. What really spearheaded the Me Too movement, I believe, was the whole situation with Harvey Weinstein. And right. Well, I feel like I, part of me kind of feels like this is somewhat of a setup for him. Like, hey, we're about to start cracking down on shit. People are about to start getting exposed. So what if all of this happened for a reason? Because now, OK, hey, you do it like this. You serve three years. You get out like all of this was premeditated for one that was one view that I had on it. Um, also, another thing with Quaaludes, Quaaludes, uh, those are actually really similar to Xanax. They actually don't even make those anymore because the whole point, so many people were drugging and raping women with Quaaludes. Um, and another thing, I had a client the other day that was uh, a um, like an agent or whatever, a police officer who specialized in sex crimes and stuff. And he had told me that um, some some women had came up and, you know, told him that they had been abused, they'd been raped, um, you know, and had come years later. And he told him off the jump, hey, this is going to be kind of hard to prove, but blah, 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 we'll see what we can do. So he ended up calling the, the guy and was pretending to be a therapist and somehow ended up getting a confession out of him. And the guy, after he got the confession, he's in prison now. Now, granted, I think one of the girls ended up committing suicide, but the guy was like, oh, I don't even remember that. So point being is this whole statue of limitations, it does vary in each um, state. But California especially has the shadiest like laws as far as this statue of limitation goes. Mm-hmm. So, I really do. I'm, I'm with Rejoice. I'm kind of conflicted because as far as the law side of it, it's not really about what you did. It's what you can prove. So as far as them letting him out, well, law, yeah, but also at the same time, he he did he, he did some nefarious stuff. I don't know what exactly it was, but he definitely did some stuff that was wrong. But like you said, when you're rich and powerful, the laws kind of are different. But that was just all I wanted to add. <laughs> no, I definitely agree with that. Um, Lady J, did you have anything else to add to that? Well, first, I got to say, hey to my girl, Emily. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Good to hear your voice. Um, But with that being said, um, I do. There was a gentleman who was just on a few, you know, people ago. 
I think his name was Robert or something. And he said something about the law and something about not being able to be charged again. And of course, I'm sitting here on my laptop and I'm like, Bill of Rights, um, the Fifth Amendment people to this class. So it says no person should be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous. This is infamous crime unless on a pre uh, presetment or indictment of a grand jury, except in cases arising in the land of a naval force or in the militia where in actual service in time of war, or public danger, no one shall any person be subject to the same offense, but to be twice put in jeopardy or life or limb or should be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness or stand against himself, nor be deprived of life liberty or property without due process or law, nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. I smell a Supreme Court hearing. I smell it. And I think there's something more deeper going on here um, because we're having a lot of this, this social, racial, cultural awakening. And I would not be surprised if this man's case is not hinged on to, you know, a, any movement that has anything to do with people of color in this country. You know what I'm saying? I think there mm -hmm. is something more deeper going on here. There's so many different angles, but the fact of the matter is the reason why I read the fifth amendment. They, I feel like it was a setup actually a little bit. Didn't Emily say that? Or did rejoice say that someone said something about maybe it was a setup. One of your it's definitely yeah. a setup. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. It was definitely, um, it was either pre, yeah, definitely premeditated. I think yeah. it was thought out a lot more than just what we know. Right. And, and it doesn't seem like it's over. Like it's going to continue somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, it's, 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 it's sad. And I'm, I'm concerned. But this woman, Contif, the woman who, was the face of this situation mm -hmm. and i hate that we say me too y'all let's remember that the me too movement was recreated by the black woman on the east coast if i got my my geographics correct and they took that from black women too you know i am of the vein that civil rights didn't work you know but we're not going to have that conversation right now but i'll say this the one it's a setup the movement and then yeah, that's they took it from us. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. Alyssa Milano, them hijacked. Rose yeah. McGowan, I can't stand her. She every time I yep. see her, she trigger me. Mm -hmm. She's crazy as hell too. I mean, I ain't trying to. I don't know, whatever, shame somebody, but Rose is she. You can look in her eyes and tell she ain't all there. Girl. She was raised in that cult, <laughs> that Children of God cult. So pedophilia and all that stuff is nothing new to her. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of crazy yep. going on in Hollywood. Well, let me go ahead and bring some more people on here. Um, let me see here. Isatu, Canoe, Isatu, go ahead and um, unmute your microphone. Oh, hi. Um, it's Isatu. Isatu, I'm sorry. How are you? Oh, hey, T. I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. So what do you think about all this Bill Cosby drama? Okay, so I guess I have a couple feelings about it, but I'll try to keep it brief. The first thing that I was actually really dreading when I saw the news, mostly because I remember I was in like the 12th grade when like the stuff really started blowing up. That was like about, was that about like five years ago where it started really blowing up? 
I remember everyone's having these same opinions. It's always like the same like arguments, the same speaking points and opinions. And it's like it's all just repeated itself over again. It's like, oh gosh, we went we went through this and now we're going over it like all all again. We're going over the same thing again five years later. So it's really crazy for that. But the way I really feel about it is um I feel like um some black people will see it as a victory in the same way that they saw um what was his name? Um, sorry, the, sorry, the, I forgot his name. He was the football player who murdered his, um, his, the black football player who murdered his, um, who supposedly murdered his wife. Um, you talking about OJ? Yes, OJ. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like we see it as a win, as like justice for a black person. But at the same time, with the sweetheart deal and stuff like that, if a white when a white man gets that kind of deal, we're outraged. So it's just like scary that some black people are seeing this as a victory or that it's okay that he got a deal like that just because he's black. We want to hold on to that. Like, okay, we can have justice in one sense. And it's kind of sad because at the end of the day, he still did something wrong. Something wrong was done. And I don't think he should have ever been offered a deal. But if he's off then hey man it is what it is the justice has spoken the the court has spoken i feel like at this point it just is what it is he has to meet his maker and he has to explain to him the things that he the decisions he chose to make in his life and that's really how i feel about the situation you made some really good points and a lot of people are agreeing with you um because yeah everybody is looking at it as a win but it's not even so much about race as it is Mm -hmm. about money and privilege yes that's what i was trying to convey in the podcast is that these sweetheart girls go to certain people you know just like how jeffrey epstein um he had that sweetheart deal as well so that's the thing like it's not a win for the regular joe schmo Mm -hmm. it isn't yep Yes, a poor person would still be in jail for the things that he supposedly did. They'd still be in jail. They'd rot in there. Exactly. It's definitely classism. It's definitely classism. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I feel like classism is wrong no matter the race. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we do tend to get the the harsher end of the sentencing guidelines when it comes to black people. So I I, I definitely understand why some people are celebrating this because we do like, you know, the same crime can be committed by somebody of a different race and they'll get less time. I mean, that's been proven time and time again. But yeah, this is definitely a classism issue. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Harvey Weinstein gets the same type of deal soon. Yeah. That's my biggest fear is that this may set a precedence because when you think about it, like I was saying in the podcast, all the, a lot of the stuff that these people are in jail for right now, meaning Harvey Weinstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and um, R. Kelly, a lot of their stuff is old. Very old. These aren't fresh cases that just happened in twenty, you know, 2018. Like a lot of this stuff is decade old, you know, so... That's the part that kind of leaves me kind of nervous. Like, are they going to also find loopholes for these people as well, possibly? Because especially with Ghislaine Maxwell, if you really study her, the woman has some long, deep connections. Some deep connections. And she knows where all the bodies are buried and where all the bones are. Yep, they might want to get, they might try and get her out um, quick just so she doesn't talk. Yeah. Yeah. You just never know. Well, thank you, um, Asatu, for calling in. I appreciate you. Thank you, T. It's always good to hear from you. Definitely. So let me go ahead and bring on uh, Taylor Anderson. Taylor, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Taylor. 
Okay, maybe she's not ready. Well, I'm here. Oh, you are? Okay. Um, How are you? Hey, T, I've been listening since I was 16, but I feel okay. like this is a, I feel like this is a humiliation ritual, like you said on okay, the you um, YouTube. Because, like, first of all, you have to ask, because I ask a lot of questions, so first of all, you got to think about it. They waited, like, over 60 years just to say something. Then they waited until he was trying to get NBC, which I feel like don't make sense. So I feel like, oh, this was a setup. I feel like they already knew that he was going to get out before the public even knew. And I feel like they did, like, the the deal on purpose. And mm-hmm. I feel like they knew that it was going to make everybody upset. And I feel like this is, like, Bill Cosby is being humiliated because, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're a rapist, you, you did something. And I feel like he know he wrong. But at the same time, I just feel like after, like, after all this over with, he gonna be he gonna have a whole bunch of money. He gonna be rich again, and nobody's gonna think about these crimes ever again. Like it's just gonna be like, oh, it's over with. He free all that. So I feel like this humiliation, this humiliation ritual is gonna make him bigger. I agree because he because the fact that he got out within three years. And that the disposition was made before he even was put to um, prison. I feel like they told him, hey, we're going to give you this deal. But before you can, um, before you're not going to, I feel like they told him you're going to get this deal. But in their minds, they knew that, okay, we are going to ride this out. We're going to make him be in jail. We're going to make sure people know that he is guilty no matter what. And then... After a few years of of um, him dealing with this humiliation, then we can let him out. I feel like that's yes. what worked. that's what happened. Yeah, it's definitely because like I, be- yeah. that's what I think it is. It's deeper than just crimes because if these women really cared about being right and getting justice, they would have said something a long time ago. Now I now I feel bad for them because I'm a right victim also, but I feel like if something like I feel like you shouldn't wait over sixty years. Now that I feel like this too long. Like I waited because I wasn't comfortable and I wasn't safe at the time. But I eventually told but I ain't waiting until like sixty years to go tell my dad or the police like, you know, did what happened to me as a kid. So I feel like this was just a ritual and I feel like people just, I just feel like people finna forget about this. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Taylor. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Love you. Love you too. Let me go ahead and um, bring up James. James, I'm going to go ahead and unmute your microphone. And you're on the stage. Hello. Can you hey. hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? I'm doing good. I have a lot of thoughts about the situation okay. and I don't know if people are going to like them, but I got some thoughts. Well, that's what we're here for. You know, we can all agree to disagree. So go ahead and, and get it off your chest about Bill Cosby. Okay. For one, let's just start off. I'm going on 30 in the next few years. So like, I didn't grow up watching the Cosby show as it aired, but I watched the reruns as a child. I couldn't relate to it. My family's dysfunctional. Okay. Let's just start there. <laughs> um, as far as the situation goes with Bill Cosby, I, for one, I don't believe that he had the clout to really buy NBC. Mm. Before his conviction, he was worth $400 million. 
Comcast bought NBC in 2011 for 30 billion. Oh. And what oh, people damn. don't realize is NBC is a conglomerate, okay? That's a huge conglomerate with a bunch of subsidiaries. Bill Cosby didn't have the net worth or the clout to purchase NBC. I don't understand why I see so many black people caping for Bill Cosby, but he didn't cape for black people. Oh. He's so hypocritical. He talks so much crap about rappers and rap music and vulgarity from different comedians. But the second he landed in prison, who was he befriending? Lil Boosie. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Why are people being afraid of him? It makes no sense at all. James came through. He, he's kicking over buckets of tea. They are there in the chat agreeing, saying, preach that part. Guns blazing. play with y'all tonight. Yep. I'm, I'm like, you know what? And this is like my issue with the hypocrisy in the black community because they will cape for liars and rapists and all kinds of other stuff. But they'll be the first ones to bring up, you know, this artist is, you know, satanic here for kissing the same sex on television, all this extra stuff. Like, I just, I don't have time for the hypocrisy. Like, we got to call out BS and we see it, regardless of who it is, whether they're favorites or not. I definitely agree. And, you know, and another thing that people are not even wanting to touch on is he wouldn't even be in this trouble with all these different women had he been faithful to his wife. Can I exactly like I know Come on now. popular in this day and age, but imagine if he was faithful to his wife. Okay, the way he was preaching to black people about not being single parents and, you know, doing what they need to do for the community and all that stuff. But the whole time he was out here, you know, literally smashing any and everything that moved. Because some of them women, I'm like, damn, Bill. You can and they knew he him. was married because and they yep. also knew he was married. Correct? Yeah, like it goes both ways. Correct. And we know now, there's like, you know, there's casting couches and stuff, too. But I still believe that he was doing nefarious stuff. And, you know, when people do wrong, they deserve to be locked away for it, period. You know what, James? I don't disagree with you. Like, the whole culture of the 60s and 70s. See, y'all don't know nothing about the Mod Squad and Uptown Saturday Night. If y'all over the age of 35, you would know. Bill Cosby was was something before the Cosby show. And so this is kind of where... That's why it matters so much. But I agree with you with the black people caping. I do not disagree with you on that. I stand with you 10 toes down. But the only thing I want to say is that Bill tried to buy NBC a few times. The first time he tried was back in 1992. And that's when NBC was worth way less than it is now because they were bought out from another company. So, you know, this happened a few times over the years. Um, and like somebody said in the comments, that's why they came for his for his only son. Because mm. I can't remember somebody in the comments can say what year his son was killed. I know it was in the 90s. I want to say maybe 92 because I remember it was around the same time Michael Jordan's father. Well, that was the same year he was trying to buy NBC was in 1992. Yeah, okay, I remember yeah, it was that. 92, and it was the same around the same time as Michael Jordan's father. And Bill Cosby. That's son. right. That I was that crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sure was. They were the same summer. I feel like with the because yeah. in California on the highway, and his daddy, I think, was in North or South Carolina on a highway. And right? Yeah, it was both weird circumstances, like yeah. random, you know, w- you know, guys stick up kids that killed them. 
it, it's crazy. Mm. Now, let me read to you guys this because I want to get James's opinion on this. So this is what Bill Cosby said about an hour ago on social media. And some people are saying that he really write this because they keep saying he's blind. But, you know, he wrote pretty clearly, and co you know, really coherently. But maybe he used voice chat. I don't know. So <laughs> the shade, honey, the shade. <laughs> so he says, I have never changed my stance nor my story. I have always maintained my innocence. Thank you to all my fans, supporters, and friends who stood by me through this ordeal. Special thanks to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court for upholding the rule of law. Hashtag Bill Cosby. But my thing is, did they um, uphold the rule of law because you actually went to jail on a technicality when you technically shouldn't even been there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my thing is, if he was innocent, why did he take the deal? Why didn't he just um why didn't he just keep trying to prove his innocence? Girl, every every yeah. black man has ever said. You know, well, they had, I, but let's not forget they had two trials. The that's what I'm saying, right? The year before and it was <laughs> right. it ended in a mistrial. Right, that too. I so get you. Had two. But, yeah, he's always yeah. said he was he's always proclaimed his innocence. They had two trials. Now let me read the whole Felicia Rashad situation and then oh, Jenna right. Huber. So Felicia Rashad took to Twitter earlier today and she says Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted, a miscarriage of justice corrected. Then she disabled her comments. And a lot of folks were really mad about that. They're like, that's not cool. At least let us respond to you. Well, that's her choice. She has every right to disable her comments. You know what I'm saying? But Janet Hubert, who is the mother, she's the original Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince, the dark skinned one. So this is what she said. She says, Felicia, what are you thinking? I don't know you, but to say that this was terribly wrong, everyone, I'm talking about in all caps, she wrote everyone. Everyone knew what he was doing back then. How could you not, in all caps? Get your umbrella, sister. Here comes the shitstorm. I'm outraged that he has been released. Yes, he's an old-ass guilty man. So, Janet Hubert wasn't playing. So, what do you think about that, James? I'm with Janet Hubert on that, honestly. Honey, I, I am. And <laughs> I lost a lot of respect for Felicia Rashad after seeing that tweet. Ooh. Like, I just, I, there's no way you could cape for him at this point. Like, it's just, it's disgusting. And I get why she's doing it because it's about that check and that syndication money. Ooh. But like, that, that's what it's about. Ooh. That's what it goes down to. And I can't respect that. Sorry. He didn't brought out a katana. He like, 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 like. There he ain't. Playing. James ain't telling no lies. He came over here to hurt some feelings. Yeah, well, is, is now the Cosby Show back on the air? Though it's been back on the air. Mm -hmm. It's been back for a while. Mm -hmm. Has Rudy? I can never remember her name, but has Rudy the the one that you know was arm in arm with them in court? Has she spoke out yet? Girl, she dealing with a baby daddy in Atlanta. Girl, oh, <laughs> she's not gonna never say mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't never mind now yet. But I put can. myself back on mute then. <laughs> you know what? One more thing, because I don't know if y'all noticed, but Debbie Allen was trying to get the rights to a different world from Bill Cosby. They think they about to reboot that series. Nobody's about to check for that nonsense. James, mm. I don't know now. I, 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 no, I don't know. Different world was lit, though. Different yeah. world was lit. I don't know, James. I don't know. It, it was, but if, if I'm, I just I can't support financially, you know, people that do nefarious things like that. Like once I know that you've done something like off the wall. I'm kind of done. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I was R. Kelly. Yeah. 
It's yeah. there, but why are you gonna cancel everybody check though, James? Because like if you're gonna sit there and use that rule of thumb, I'm not judging you, by the way. I just wanna let you know. But if you really wanna if you really wanna cause I feel them, you know what I'm saying? But if you really wanna take that strong, hard stance, then you can't eat nothing off the shelves. Don't buy no Chiquita bananas because of look how they did to them First Nations people in Latin America. You know what you I'm right. saying? Don't get no yep. oil. Because of what they doing. Don't get no rubbing, no earth elements, no iPhone for you, sir. Because how they doing them babies in the Congo. So, I mean, you know, if you're going to use that same rule, but I understand what you're saying, too, though. I just want to keep it real with you. If you get my (laughs) point, it's like, yeah, but. Yeah, it's kind of hard to just. I guess a way. Like, it's easier for me to let go of certain entertainers. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I I feel the same way. That kind of goes. This kind of off topic, but it goes into like you know not supporting like a Chick Fil A, right? If mm-hmm. I decide to support them, then I would have to stop supporting Arby's and everybody else that lobbies against minimum wage increases, right? Yeah, so that definitely. But it's it's something about people that are in the entertainment industry. Um, I feel bad for like the other people that you know the cast or the crew maybe, but as far as them, I just I can't do it. It's hard. Yeah, I feel like it's easier to. Bad, yeah, I feel like it's easier to just not support entertainment, like certain people in entertainment, because you just like don't have to buy their music, don't have to watch the show, and you know, you kind of just don't support them that way. Right. Okay. Well, thank you so much, James, for calling in. You definitely bought a whole different angle, and I really appreciate you for that. Thank you for having me. Definitely. So let me go ahead and bring on. It looks like Michael Leslie. I hope I'm saying it right. Gonna go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello. Hi. Hey, it's me, T. This is Nico. I don't know why I didn't put my name, Empress Nick. But my take is I wanted to know exactly. I know everybody's talking about Bill, but to me, everything started going downhill for him the last time he was trying to um, purchase NBC. So, and then you did the podcast about him and Trump. So, was he talking too much and not being and seeing that? They were all in the same circles. Was he talking too much that they had to shut him up by putting him in jail? That's my thing. So I, I guess I want, my question is, what exactly did he do wrong? Well, the Trump angle is very interesting, and that's why I brought that up, because a lot of right. people understand that him and Trump had a lot of beef. He did not want Trump to be president. Right. And we all know, honey, Trump keeps a grudge. So when you have a man who is now in power... And then you have somebody who had said that he would never make it to be president. And, you know, he said he looked at him with, you know, hate and anger in his eyes and all this stuff. Right. So when you had that dynamic and the the initial um, person who had offered Bill Cosby that sweetheart deal ends up also working for Trump. It makes me think, like, was there some people in the administration who were kind of behind him getting that final, you know, conviction? Right. Because the technicality's been there. And and what just bothers me is that he was just up for parole just last month. Not even, you know, what, May 28th. It it hasn't, you know, it's crazy. It's just been a whole month. And y'all said that y'all denied it because he supposedly wouldn't get treatment. And then a month later, it's like, okay, you've been vindicated. All charges drop, leave. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I, I, me personally, I don't condone what Bill Cosby may have done, but my stance is all of them in that circle, they all need to be in jail. So I know I'm not, 
I'm not, I don't know. I don't feel any ways with him getting out or, or being in. I don't feel any ways. I just want everybody to get the justice that they deserve because it's all of them. It's not only Bill. It's not only Harvey. It's not only R. Kelly. It's all of them. So why yes. not get all of them? Don't just single out or, or make these an example or make these be a ritual to what all of y'all are doing. And that's my take on that. So I really don't have much to say, but this whole okay. system, oh, I'm so uh, I'm so over this whole system. So, Well, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate you. Thank you all. All right. Let me go ahead and um, bring up Ayana. Ayana, go ahead and unmute your mic. Hi, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Um, I just wanted to hop on here and say, now, I'm only 21, and I really only know Bill Cosby from the reruns of Fat Albert back in the day, and then that Kyla Pratt movie with Fat Albert. But I had asked my mom about the whole situation and how she felt. And then she was kind of saying, well, you know, I'm kind of surprised that he was even in jail because like you were trying to say um, about his little deal that or deal that he made with the first person. And then she was like, you got to understand something like back in the day, you know, people knew everything, but you just don't say everything to um, kind of save face for the bigger person. And also you got to still think about your life at the end of the day. So how you were talking about like the mafias and, um, you know, even like secret hitmen, like she said, a lot of stuff you couldn't say basically for fear for your life. And so she's saying it's kind of interesting how now in today's date, you can start speaking up for yourself and not have to have to re reap the repercussions of thinking about your family or your own life versus this person um, who have committed the crime against you. So me personally, I don't, I really don't feel a ways about Bill Cosby. I mean, I know that he's old and things like that, but I, I really can't say that I'm glad that he's out of jail. I see a lot of people, you know, screaming Black Lives Matter all over the internet. And like, this is like a justice for us. And I, I don't think, like, I, I really don't think you should be connecting these dots between these two things. <clears throat> but yeah, that's all I really got to say about that one. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. Let me go ahead and um bring up here Satchel Page. Satchel Page, go ahead and unmute your mic. Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the line. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Okay, so y'all gonna probably be mad, but listen, this is deeper than everybody knows. The rabbit hole goes deep. Bill Cosby was gonna run for president. Him and Donald Trump has been clashing. Uh, the reason he was calling black folks out because black folks do need to fix what they've been doing. They do need to take care of their kids. They do need to pull their pants up. They do need to be more mindful on how they talk about women, how they treat women. That's all he was saying. Bill Cosby has been bringing... This stuff out since the 60s. Bill Cosby was talking about us being kings and queens and where we were from. Bill Cosby was the first one who said they didn't go get slaves from Africa. They got teachers, doctors, architects. They got carpenters. They brought them over here and made them slaves. That's why they came after Bill Cosby on top of the fact he was going to buy NBC. And he's saying, oh, 
This is what his net worth was. You got to understand when you buy a house, the house is worth more than what you have. But once you acquire that, you already have assets, you have other things. You can leverage what you own against that and then pay it down. There's also financial groups that you bring in, people you bring in. They don't want no black man having no programming about positivity. They don't want no black people having positive images, especially when what they're doing right now. Look at the images of black people. Look at the news. Look at how it is. Even when the cops shoot somebody down, usually you hear about their criminal record. Oh, he had this in his house. Oh, he did this in his past. What does that have to do with if he got shot down, it was unarmed? That has nothing to do with it. This man was innocent, okay? Period. He did something he was supposed to do. Whenever you take a deal, whatever deal it is, anytime you, even if it's just something that's, you know, small, you have to admit to something. You have to give a statement or they won't accept your deal because if they feel like you're innocent, because it's how the law works, if you are innocent, then you have to go to trial. Michael Jackson, case in point, his first trial, right? Mm -hmm. his, I mean, his first situation that he went to, he settled out of court because he was told by Johnny Cochran, settle out of court is going to cost you more to fight this in, in, you know, in the courts and it's going to tarnish your image. It's going to drag out. And then once they do that, because you got to understand you're fighting a state, the state got money up the ass. It don't matter if you're rich or not. The state has money. So this prosecutor, when he ran, he ran on the onus of I'm going to convict Bill Cosby. That's what got him elected. He, even though he knew what he was doing was wrong, this dude need to be disbarred. They allowed evidence in. They allowed witnesses in that was already contrary to what was supposed to happen. Now, think about it. If you have a mistrial the first time, right, that says something. That says a lot. The evidence ain't there. The second trial, there were no black jurors. He made sure to get all the black people off the jury. He used all of his, uh, uh, uh the things that you can get jurors off, he used all of them to execute the prosecutor okay. who, who prosecuted him the second time, he got all the black jurors off. Now, Trump knew he had to get this dude off because Bill Cosby had all the dirt on him. Because you got to think, they all ran in the same circles. They all ran. Once Hugh Hefner died, everything that Hugh Hefner, because if you ever think about Hugh Hefner, Hugh Hefner had all of the, he had like books on people. You know what I'm saying? Like Lucky Luciano had. He had dirt on everybody. That's why nobody never went after Hugh Hefner, because Hugh Hefner was dirty as hell. But he had books on everybody, from Kennedy all the way up to Clinton. He had their misdeeds, who they slept with, because he was sending them at them. There's a model who came out and said that there was people who approached her to get Bill Cosby in the hotel and set him up and then say that, oh, this is what happened. But you can't find that nowhere on the Internet now. I've been looking for it everywhere to repost it, but you can't find no. Even when I reposted on my Facebook years ago, it's gone. They scrubbed the Internet. And the fact of the matter is this woman continued to deal with Bill Cosby for years. They had dinners. She was with this man. She met him at hotels. He paid for a condo that she had. Her own boyfriend that she was dating at the time, not an ex, said she told him that she was going to do this and set Bill Cosby up to get money. This is a black man after all. Everybody said, oh, you know, this isn't a win for this, this, that. No, this is a black man. You persecuted before you even get in there. You got to prove your innocence. We're guilty okay. before you even get in the courtroom. And that's the part that I'm saying is like, if, if you're guilty, you're guilty. Okay. If you admit to something, cause you have to admit to it because you can't take, he could have never settled without admitting that this is what I did or I did that. You have to admit some kind of guilt. It don't matter what it is. And that's just what I wanted to say.
Okay, well, thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. All right, so let me see here. We have a the chat is popping. I feel so bad for the Android users, honey, because y'all can't see everything. Y'all can't see the gifts. Y'all can't see nada. Uh, let's see. Um, anybody on the panel want to address anything that was said or agree, disagree? I would like to actually. Okay, go ahead, James. Um, I don't believe in respectability politics. So when Bill Cosby is telling people to pull up their pants, all well and fine. You know what I'm saying? But, however, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. If the police stops you and they don't care about you and they're racist, they're going to get you regardless. It's several people that have been profiled by the police that have high-collar jobs that don't sag their pants. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I feel like we yeah. can't use that same excuse all the time. I feel like all Black Lives Matter, the classy ones, the ratchet ones, the prostitutes, the gay ones, all of them, they all matter regardless. You know what I'm saying? So we got to stop, you know, getting kind of elitist, I guess, with, you know, the way that we approach um, our community. Like we have to be a little bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A little bit more tactful and respectful how we deal with things. But the way that he dealt with it was disrespectful to me. And coming from somebody that is hypocritical like he is, nobody wants to hear that. Because people already knew, like, look at Eddie Murphy. He knew for years all the stuff that Bill Cosby was up to. That's why he called him out when he called out all the stuff regarding his um, stand-up routine in the 80s. Yeah. You know? Now, somebody in the in the chat uh, made a comment. And they said that their grandpa used to hang with Bill Cosby at some Playboy club. Wait, what? Were, yeah, somebody wrote yeah, in the chat him. that their grandfather used to hang with him. And even back then, they were saying, you know that he was a different character than what you see on TV, that he was like kind of shady. She wrote it in the chat. Yeah, um, and also people were saying on Instagram to the Janet Hubert that, you know, you're popping off, but if you knew this and he was such a bad person, then how come you didn't say something years ago? So a lot of people are bringing that up as well. Ooh. You know, mm. you know I, I get that. But at the same time, I mean, if I guess it's about self-preservation, which is not something to be yeah. proud of either. But I get it. Yeah. I mean, okay, let me, me go ahead um, here and bring on some more people. We have a lot of people. We've been on already for over an hour. I'm glad, like, everybody's calling in. So I'm going to try and get a few more people on here. Um, let's see here. Muchilla. Um, Muchilla, go ahead and unmute your mic. Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. I I had um I don't condone what Bill Cosby did, but you guys I'm I'm in my fifties. So I remember him from I Spy and all those other shows from back in the seventies, like the other lady mentioned a couple of um people ago. He he didn't really mess with black people like that after after the um like he like he he did business with them but as far as like running in social circles he was with white people mm. i mean that's how they that's how they showed him he was hanging out with uf no okay he wasn't really and maybe sydney portier you know he don't really rock with black people like that so is that why Eddie Murphy and some of those other comedians, I think Richard Pryor even, kind of felt the way about Bill? Exactly. He wasn't with the, the black comedians. I want to know what D.L. Hughley going to say about his ass. I didn't even listen to him today because I was busy listening to what, what everything was going on in the Discord. It was crazy today. I couldn't even listen to him. And I know he going to have an earful because mm -hmm. he, he can't stand him. He sure can't. <laughs> 
You ain't he lying. can't stand him. And then not only that, they did get some liars to come forth and, 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 and put cases on him. Like Janice Dickerson, she lied and then recanted her story after he was in jail. Yeah, she's she a whole... She wrote a whole book talking about how she was sniffing coke with, with Jack Nicholson and how he had like a big bowl of coke at the side of his bed, like in a ditch. So she's she's a drug addict anyway, as far as I'm concerned with her. A drug addict and a liar. Mm, she's so, been crazy. Like straight up crazy. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. She has always been crazy. She was on yeah. that VH1 show. Remember the rehab, VH1 rehab or some yep. shit? That woman's yep. been wilding out lying. Yeah, and, and I don't understand how people took her word for it. I'm not saying he didn't do it, but I don't think it was that many people. She mm-hmm. was a Candace and, Owens of the sixties or the seventies girl. That's who she was. Janet. Mm-hmm. But, but and not only that, when they was doing all this, this was the free love era. Everybody was let's get it on and this and that. So they was get they was all getting hot anyway. Between like the seventies and eighties, that's like the cocaine ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ain't lying. I mean, I mean, I, I'm 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 not condoning it. It's wrong. Somebody in the chat asked, what about Beverly Johnson? What do you think about her? Yes, because I couldn't remember. I couldn't, her name was on the tip of my tongue. But I don't know about her either because then you got to look at it like this. I was like, when I seen Beverly Johnson come for it, I was like, you know what? It's these old ass supermodels that's not getting no work no more. Oh, and they pay through their money. They pay through their money. <laughs> And it is what it is. I, I, you know, I hate to say it like that, but people is about the dollar. If Keep somebody real, told you, "Look, I need you to do this," we gonna we we about to hem him up and put him in a situation where he where you know he's going to jail. You don't even have to worry about him coming after you. I just need you to do this, and you, I'm a, I'm gonna hit you up with a couple of a hundred thousand. You don't think she's gonna do it if she's messed up right now? Mm-hmm. People do anything for money. Yeah, and attention. And, and, and that's, 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 that's always been my issue, y'all, with the Me Too movement, is that you have people who have really been victimized, right? Like in the R. Kelly situation. Like I said, that's what annoyed me with all these new so-called victims coming out. Because yep. everybody knew what R. Kelly was about, okay? Mm-hmm. From the time I was in junior high, because I grew up in the Twin Cities, which is a sister city to Chicago, and there were girls that, you know, that I was in junior high with that their older cousins and sisters were talking to R. Kelly. Like this was like a well-known thing in the Midwest that he got down with young girls. So and then once the sex tape came out and just all that stuff. So everybody knew about R. Kelly's shady ways. So if you're trying to be one of R. Kelly's sister wives in 2018, 2016, I don't feel bad for you. Because you, yep. know what you were doing, you were looking for attention because now you want to jump on the, the, you know, the R. Kelly hate train because it's cool. Let me play victim and let me try and find a way to spin this into a book deal, into followers, you know. So that's the part that that messes up these movements is because you have real victims and in there you have people who are mixed in who are straight up attention whores. Exactly. Once they saw what happened to Aaliyah, they knew what he what he was about. Yeah. I'm that from and Chicago, in the whole, whole PP video. I knew better. I was from <laughs> Chicago. I knew better when he came to Kenwood High School when he was looking for them girls and bringing oh them candy God. over there. I said, oh, I'm not going over there. I knew that little girl who was in that tape, the, the golden shower tape. 
Wow. 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 But I, you know, whatever. Moving on. Um, (laughs) Sparkle's niece. Anyway, moving on. Um, Yeah, they knew what they were doing and they knew. They knew. Um, But just like in the R. Kelly situation, my personal experience, I remember seeing adults sitting there fanning out too. Not protecting the children. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. That's the same conversation he was having the other night about Corey and his mama and this other little girl not protecting the children, chasing the bag. So you don't. I'm not saying that Bill Cosby is not a predator here. Um, and I'm not saying that he, you know, birds of a feather do flock together. And just like that other brother said, he said something about. Bill Cosby wanted to run for president and I almost chuckled, but I'm like, wait a minute. John McAfee, a uh, McAfee, ran Ooh. for president in 2016 as well as a libertarian. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I, I had to take back my chuckle. I'm like, wait a minute. That's very possible. So, you know, you know, they all flocked together. They all clicked up and they all have this particular type of behavior. So mm-hmm. he can miss me with that. He can miss me with that, but you right, Muchilla. Didn't nobody the black folks didn't mess with him like that. No, days you right. Mm-hmm. But and not only that, you know what was? Did he go to jail the same time Trump got in office? That's yeah. He Around did. The same time, yeah, yeah. They, they, that was all. This is all orchestrated for a bigger thing. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yes, orchestrated too. for a bigger thing, especially because he got out. The same year Trump's no longer. That's a great point. Yeah, because remember Trump was getting all his people out. Yep. People were saying stuff about Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. I was like, he ain't going to get him out of jail. Them two can't stand each other. Yeah, yeah, because we had people were asking for him to pardon him. Yeah. He let little Boosie out. I mean, I'm sorry. What's his name? Uh, uh, With the dude. Kodak Kodak Black. Kodak Black. Black. Kodak Black. He also pardoned Little Wayne too. Yeah, but not Bill Cosby. But that's how deep their whole beef went, and people don't realize that they were not friends. They did not like each other. I want to know if this is going to be connected to Trump, um, Trump's little trial going on because they already took Giuliani away from him. With he can't even practice law no more. So I want to know if all of this is connected. Like, is he going to go and, to jail? And don't, and don't forget when Giuliani got caught up in that hotel. Exactly. Movie. He was about yep. to take his peen out, yo. Yep. <laughs> I was a fucking in my shirt. <laughs> I forgot what yep. he was. Ooh, yeah, he, he was about to, to take his peen out. <laughs> but yeah, I, it could be connected, Mochila. Yeah, Mochila, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, All no, right. well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. All I right, really thank you for letting me speak. Definitely. Appreciate it. Love the group. Definitely. This has been a good conversation. Do y'all want to go like another 30 minutes? If y'all got something else to do, let me know. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I got time today. Today I got right. time. Oh, okay, hey, we got time today, okay? <laughs> today we got time, cuz. That's all I see in the Water, right here next <laughs> to me. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's bring on some more people here. Um, let's see. Lucy Campbell. Lucy Campbell, you're coming up on stage. Hello. Hey, Lucy. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Um, the only thing I really have to say is I don't condone 
if he did do these things. It's just the energy that people give these celebrities. I'm not a fan of it. Because mm-hmm. it's just like when you have relatives or if you have friends that do stuff, it's not the same energy as crucify him. It's always no free him. He didn't mean to do it. Blah 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 blah. But with the with the celebrities is always extra hard people go towards it. I'm just like, just keep the same energy. Like if you want him to go to jail if he did X, Y, and Z, feel the same way about your brother, your uncle, your cousin, whoever. I'm just not a fan of it. It's just like y'all put these celebrities on pedestals, but then when it comes back to reality, people just bring it back down. I just Yeah, don't, like the uncle I'm not the, the, for the that Chester, like the Chester Chester child molester uncle that everybody knows about and is looking the other way. But yeah, then, but it's when it's celebrities. Yeah, but when it's celebrities, everybody just extra hard. Like, yes, we gotta, we gotta get them. But it's just like y'all have people in your backyard right next to you that you just don't care about. You mind your business with it. But then when it comes to celebrities, everybody's just so in tune and so want to see somebody. I just feel like it's just the pedestal, and then they just people just want to see people go down so badly mm-hmm. when they're in the public eye. But in private life, they want things to be on the hush-hush. I'm just not a fan of it. Yeah, and no, I definitely feel you on that. Well, thank you so much for calling in, sis. I appreciate it. Of course. All right, let me go ahead and bring up Amir. Amir, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hello? Hi, Amir. Hi. Uh, first off, good evening. Um good evening. Uh, So I wanted to touch on what the last person said as far as the public's perception, because um, when I was at work, I stepped into the shade room to see the comments and there were people actually believing that he did nothing wrong and that the justice system was just, you know, caping for the stereotypical. They're trying to take down another black man when I don't understand what we turned into a society to where we read a headline and we just base it off of that instead of actually doing proper research. As you said, in the deposition, he admitted to some things. So I just don't understand why people aren't having that conversation. And I honestly think it's people because they grew up with Bill Cosby and they got to know him in a certain light. Uh, it's kind of like I like to think of it as the R. Kelly effect is where they grew up on a person and they got to love a person and their art and they just don't want to see that person be bad. But sometimes it's just... You got to face the facts here and the facts are the facts. Those victims, while some of them may have been lying, there's no way that all of them were lying. There's some truth to it. He's admitted to some things. And honestly, it's just kind of shaky and kind of sketchy as to how he was even arrested in the first place. If that deposition. Oh, are you still there? I think did your internet go out? He was saying some real stuff. Is anybody is what, still there? Is it my internet? Pardon? Yeah, we No, it's his it's his internet. Oh, okay. Sorry, we didn't hear you. Did I crash? Have <laughs> to look at my Wi Fi. Okay. Oh, sorry. There? Okay, there you go. Yes, ma'am. I, I have my headphones and I'm sorry. Um oh, no, you're I was I was saying that it's kind of funny um, that he was even prosecuted in the first place because you would think with a good defense lawyer, knowing about that deposition and that sweetheart deal that was made, he would have went through all of the documents and pointed that out before he was even prosecuted. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's a lot to really digest with this whole situation. But yeah, I just hate the fact that people are just only seeing it one way and that's it. 
they don't want to look at other things. They don't want to really read. It's just he was innocent. That's it. You know, they're just trying to take him down. And it's like, yeah, he might have been innocent in certain cases, but he did admit to certain things, too. Yes. And and he even had to be offered a sweetheart deal, you know, just so this woman could get money. It shows that you're messing with people that are just, you know, sneaky, vindictive while you're around them anyways. Yes. And the thing that really bothered me the most about this whole situation was the Felicia Rashad coming out and showing support due to the fact that she's actually a Harvard professor. So to think about what she what she's standing for and what she's choosing to side with, it's kind of touching to me that she's going to be influencing young minds and shaping their minds when she's openly agreeing with a known rapist. Like, it's not cool. Mm. All right. Well, you made some very good points, and I appreciate you for calling in. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Definitely. Let me go ahead and um, bring on some more people. Uh, let's see here. Univergi, Univergo Soul Sister. <laughs> go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, see. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, a lot of people made a lot of great points. So, like, I'm going to try to remember all that I was thinking of, but I did write down some points. I was thinking about the error. Like, I do think that he, I, from day one when this all came out, I definitely believe that he was guilty. I'm an old soul myself. So, like, I'm into the, like, that era of when, you know, he was around partying and everything. And I believe he definitely was popping those things and giving people things and doing all those things that he, uh, that he said. But I also, I was like, this is because of that NBC thing, you know. He can't be he can't be owning too much as a black man type thing. And then also I remember that he has land in Massachusetts and they've been wanting this land for the longest. I forgot what's under the land. I've been meaning to do my research on it. But I know for a fact because I live in Massachusetts and I like when people have spoken of him just recently, they were like, Yeah, they want his land. They I think they put him in jail because they wanted to get um have a reason to seize that land because he has something that they want under it. Like a lot of people in that area of Massachusetts have a lot of stuff. Um, this stuff under that land, like maybe coal or gold, you know, something that that's valuable. And that could be a reason why the government is doing what they're doing, too, because it's like something that the government can use that's very valuable that he's not giving up. And none of those people in that area want to give up. So I was thinking that, too. Like, I think it's like a lot. Like when you say the rabbit hole goes deep, girl, I was like, yeah, to be hitting a lot of things along the way down because there's a lot of reasons why this happened. And now, I believe- let me, um, I went mm-hmm. to Google when you were saying that from what I'm seeing online, because I didn't even know that about the land. What they're saying is that Bill Cosby's property owns property in Massachusetts. Yeah. And it's also where the pipeline runs. Yeah. They, and they want it. They want it. And mm-hmm. the, the, the pipeline, like, but it's money. Like, that's a whole infrastructure that's money that they need and they want. And that all those people in that community don't want to give it up. But they're fighting them and they're trying to get them. They're doing all that they can to get these people out of there. So they Now, can what's have also crazy that came up when I was Googling Bill Cosby's property in Massachusetts, his daughter, if y'all don't remember, back in 2018, his daughter, Ensa, died in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yes, second yeah. child. Yeah. So it's a it's a lot. This whole rabbit hole with with Bill Cosby goes deeper than anybody can even imagine. 
So I just hope he wasn't part of the Illuminati business and this is his, like, you know, tell me before, you know, you got to pay some type of way, you know, at the end of the day. You had, you had it, he had a great run, you know, saying of uh, fame. And then now it's just like going down. Maybe he's not doing what he's supposed to do and somebody's mad at him. And this is, you know, it's all coming back. I don't know, but I know that today hearing this news, it just made me like, like it just like blew like and i think it's a distraction from the beginning when it came out it was a distraction it distracted us from things and right now everyone's talking about it it's a distraction there's something else coming down the pipeline so we're talking about this and we're so focused because it is very interesting but there's something else and it's scary because my mother said to me i hope that Derek Chauvin doesn't get off because i still didn't feel right about that 22 years something about it so i was just like yeah i feel that like all of this i don't know but i just know Thank God for this group. <laughs> y'all keep it. Y'all keep me up to date and sane. So thank you. Oh Sam. yeah, I, I thank God for the discord. You know, so yeah, good dialogue. Nobody's judging anybody. You know, so I thank you guys for being a part of it and just you know joining this green room chat. It means a lot. And to my Instagrammers who are here too, I appreciate y'all for coming through and listening. We have like close to three hundred people in here, so this is awesome. So thank you thank so you. much for calling, sis. Does anybody know the actual, um, I know that all the reports are saying it's undisclosed, but the the sweetheart deal that he got where he paid the lady off, does anyone have any idea of how much money he actually paid her, or is that just nobody knows? I'm not sure. Woman? I've seen estimates of 150000 which is not a whole lot. But Yeah, I'm that's what I was just sure. thinking. That's not a lot. Yeah, that's not a whole lot, but I, I, I'm not really sure if that's accurate or not. Hmm. Interesting. All that and get coins. What were you saying, Janae? I said she only got a hundred thousand. Well, no, that's that was just one of the numbers I saw, but I don't know if that's tied to the case. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. That, that could have been why she came back out. If that if it was a meant like such a, a which isn't a small amount, but I guess when it's Bill Cosby, someone thinking, oh, well, I only got this much, could have been why you know she proceeded again with yeah uh, they had it written uh, reading through the deposition but i don't know if it was for like the settlement i doubt it would be because that's really low usually when yeah. you're going after big names like cosby you're going to be looking to hit the millions you yeah that's what i was thinking yeah exactly. way down. my thoughts too that's why yeah. i was like what <laughs> okay it looks like okay cool the chat brought it up they said the new york times says bill cosby played andrea constant 3.38 million to settle the sexual assault lawsuit that she brought against him in 2005. Okay, that mm. sounds more reasonable. Damn. Like, yeah. Damn. yeah. Mm. That's, that that sounds better sense. than 100,000. Yeah. Because <laughs> 100,000. Um, yeah, I was like, I see why she came back out. Now, the thing I don't understand is she got that payday, but now she's in the media crying tattoo tears about him Girl. being let out. She'd have been thinking um, the same, the exact same thing. If this woman settled out of court and apparently her justice was getting this large amount of money, that was okay then. It was okay then. All right, we'll settle out of court. Court. I'll get this bag. Fine. We'll call it, you know, done. But now she's in the media upset that he got out of jail. Well, earlier, you know, you're not keeping that same energy. Back when you had your chance before you tried anything legally, it was all out of court and I'll take this money. Right. And that's yeah. another thing that bothers me sometimes. Me too. That was my too. issue with the whole Corey situation we talked about. Yes, I'm sorry, not Corey. Kyle from Corey in the house. You know, the woman tried her hardest to get a million dollars out of him. 
you know, by going through civil court. And when she realized she couldn't get it, then it's like, well, now I'll go to criminal court. Well, which one is it? I think, honestly, when somebody has been violated, they should always try to go criminally first. Because you can always turn yes. around and sue in civil. That's what they did to OJ. Now, OJ ain't paying shit, but that's what they did to OJ. <laughs> they got him. Yes, and it gives more debt, too. Then they went and got him civilly. Right. So I, I just think, to me, that just looks better than running to go sue somebody. Because, again, how much pain, you know, how much money really takes away that pain? You know, exactly. like, well, what is the amount of money that just makes the rape okay, is what I'm trying to say. Well, apparently to her, $3 million wasn't enough. Hey, there's a number. Everybody <laughs> got a number. Everybody got their number. <laughs> yeah. But, you Bad. know, it's so funny. You know, we've sat here and made comments about the connections or potential connections between Trump and Cosby. And the irony that Cosby is his whole situation is basically mm -hmm. vacated and he's back to his home in Pennsylvania. Meanwhile, across town, you have Trump's entire legacy being indicted in Weisselberg potentially um, turning himself in tomorrow. The sweet irony of that for some mm. people. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, his whole empire is falling. I wonder if there is a um, Simpsons episode for this crap. <laughs> I bet you there is. I bet right. you there is. We better go scrub it. Somebody look. Scrub Someone will find it. <laughs> It'll Let come out sooner. And um, bring on. We have a few. We have a lot. We have probably like thirty people in queue. Um, let's see here before you know. We'll keep going for a while. Um, let me bring on Nublia in the sky. Nublia in the sky. You're on the stage. Go ahead and unmute your mic. Oh. Hey, hey, can you hear me? Hi, we can Hi. hear you. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Um, doing I good. do want. Yeah, this is a really good chat. I do want to add on. This is like I guess not. Someone said in the. In the chat, that like what, like what are they hiding? Um, so I read an article today that says Janet Yellen, who's basically like our Treasury Secretary, she says that basically the U.S. has until like July 31st to pay off its um, its bills before, and if we don't hit it, she expects a uh, economic uh, recovery that will not that will last for like months to come. So she's basically saying that like shit's about hit the fan, like with all the stimulus package and everything happening. I have a feeling that's I have a feeling that's probably the reason why all this is happening right now because there's a lot of things you know the the rent moratorium is ending already for like a lot of states and I think there's just going to be a lot of catastrophe so maybe I feel like this might be like a a scapegoat or maybe avoiding something that's happening in the in the in the news that are not being in the mainstream. I hope that makes sense. So you think this is more of like a big distraction? I think so too, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because like why I think even you said too earlier in the chat where it says that James Franco just, he said something out too. And with, and it just, all this just kind of really makes sense because I mean, for me personally, whenever I see like a big like story, like a headline like this, I always try to see, okay, well, what else, uh, what, what other news are, are coming out besides this? You know what I'm saying? Like what other news are out there besides the whole Bill Cosby? Because I feel like when it's something as big as that, I do kind of feel like, and, you know, my tin hat just comes out and just and makes me just wonder, like, hmm. Like, I wonder, like, what's about to come next. And sure enough, I read that article with Janet Yellen saying that we have up until July 31st to start making payments of our debt that we have. And if we don't start making payments, then she says, expect a big economic, um, like, uproar happening. So, Who are they supposed to be making these payments to? 
um, there's these foreign investors that we owe to. So basically what I've heard and I, so basically we owe bonds to like, you know, other investors, like foreign countries and stuff. And so when we issue debt and we don't pay back our debt in time, then basically like <laughs> they come to cut, it's almost like, hey, if you don't pay your car payment, like <laughs> they come and get your car type thing. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So like, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, I like usually, you know, we don't make payments for your car payments you know, they collect your car or whatever, but when we talk about a nation not paying its debt, like, I've never, well, not that I know of, but I don't, I've never seen that happen where a nation cannot collect, cannot pay its debt, and so that part, I'm very curious, because, you know, as much as I love, you know, the whole stimulus package and everything, like, that costs money, you know? Oh, yeah, that's what's putting us in further debt. Um, Kaizan is saying that right now in the chat, and they're, they're saying, if y'all know and understand economics, then y'all know why we got hundreds of millions of federal money out there with these stimulus checks. We are highly mm-hmm. expanding our debt, and the mm-hmm. government's going to get their money one way or another. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And even even tying this back to Bill Cosby, like people who will like settle out of court, like if if you're like like for example, like if you you know didn't go through like a, a serious major injury, like if it was just mostly like uh, through like emotional damage, you still have to pay taxes on that. So the person who you get, like, unless you get, like, physically, like, get, like, injured in a car or, you like, some sort of, like, uh, damage to your, like, physical body, you don't pay taxes. But if it was, like, emotional, like, oh, I'm suing you because you're, I'm getting emotional, you know, distraught and I'm suing for this amount of money, like, you still have to pay taxes on that, too. So you end up, like, paying taxes on that. So in the way, the government still wins on that point, too. So it, it's, yeah, but with the whole Janet Yellen thing, like, that's the part where I... I kind of was like, mm-hmm, like, yeah, my, my did had a tingling on that because a lot of people were so happy with the stimulus package that happened last year, the rent moratorium, like, we were all making all this, like, you know, positive things, but a lot of people forget, like, you know, things come to collect, you know, we all, we all get that monthly invoice or monthly payments that we sit, that we get, that things are due, and so I have a feeling that things are going to be due, like, either the month of July um, and August, and that's why I have a feeling that maybe this might be tight. I don't know. You know me, T. I be reaching sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I appreciate you calling in. I mean, I didn't even look at that angle, so thank you for bringing that up. Oh, of course. Yeah, you know me. I always I always look things externally, and I, and I always tell you. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, T. Have a good night, everyone. You too. Good night. Good night. Now, for y'all in New York, I had posted this in the Discord earlier. Um, another, you know, thing that a lot of people miss because of everything that's going on with Bill Cosby is that Mayor de Blasio, he basically warned the whole state of New York. And he told all the residents that you guys need to reuse, uh, reduce excuse me, your electrical usage because right now New York is in a state of emergency and there's going to be possible power outages. So... You know, just be mindful of that. If you're in New York and you have not heard that yet, he announced this about five hours ago. So it's a lot of just stuff going on right now in this country. This is crazy. Um, let me go ahead and bring on, let's see here, uh, Monte Lee. Monte Lee, go ahead and um, unmute your mic. Yes. Oh, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? Oh, I think you muted yourself. Go ahead and unmute your mic. Can you hear me now? Okay, now we can hear you. Okay, great. So, um, yeah, thank you for having me on. I just wanted to um, 
comment on the Bill Cosby situation. And okay. I'm not saying that he is innocent, but I do think there needs to be some more um, energy put towards the people who have accused him and collected money and are now crying wolf. Like the, the lady constant, she, she did get $3.38 million. She settled the, the whole case. And mm-hmm. now she's crying wolf about him being released, which is his right through law. Uh, me personally, I work in government. I know about the government. I'm a supervising officer at a court. So I understand law and I understand due process. And then what I want to say about the real victims out there, if you're a real victim, uh, the Me Too movement went too far. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not believe all women. It is listen to all women, investigate, and then believe the truth. And I feel like far too often people rush to judgment in situations like this. And it causes more damage when you rush to judgment and somebody is convicted in the court of public opinion and not the actual court. And that's why and that's why situations like this happen, because there was political motivations from the prosecutor who prosecuted the case because you get publicity, you get clout, you get all of that for going after somebody that has such a big name. And I think that's what happened in this situation. And at the end of the day, you know what it harms? It harms the actual victims because people aren't talking about people like that Janice Dixon, Dickinson lady who she admitted to lying about accusing this man of doing things that he didn't do. And I'm not saying that he didn't uh, act in a way that was not proper or the right way in all of these situations. Mm-hmm. He could be guilty of some of these things, but... I believe that people need to look at the nuance of the situation and, and, and say there's acting improperly and sexual misconduct and then all the way over to rape. And and I believe in this situation, it's her story, there's Bill's story, and somewhere in the middle, there's the truth. Exactly. What actually happened. And that's always been my issue with the Me Too movement, and that's why a lot of people who support Me Too, they don't like me. Because I'm just like, at this point, the movement has been so corrupted and they don't keep the same energy. For instance, who remembers when I went in on Rose McGowan, when her friend, Asia Argento, when it came out that she was sleeping with her, with her um, co-star, who was underage at the time. He was like 16 or 17 years old. And he finally, you know, got the guts to come out and say that Asia Argento was molesting and raping him, you know, when they worked on that movie together. And what did Rose McGowan do? Oh, we need to we need to let cooler heads prevail. We need to, you know, let the, the facts play out. But hold up now, sis. You didn't have that energy when it came to Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, or anybody else. When it was a man, you ran straight to convict them in the court of public opinion, like you stated. But when it came to her friend or another female, it was all this, we need to, you know, slow down. We, we know we need to gather proof. And that's where movements like this bother me because it's never the same energy. It's based upon who they like, popularity, you know, things like that, as opposed to the facts. Yeah, because I'm just looking for some, you know, fairness in the situation when it comes to that, because there's situations like people are talking about, like he's a rapist and all of that. But there's also situations like 
the Brock Turner situation that happened in Stanford, where that was clearly rape and um, people were outraged, rightfully so. And he got convicted. And you know what he got sentenced to? Six months. Mm -hmm. And there was definitely privilege tied to that. And I don't want to make it a race thing, but people just need to uncover their eyes and look like you get rights in this country. There's due process. And what happens with the other 59 ladies who uh, um, they they came out and spoke out against this? And some of them could be telling the truth, but some of them were lying. But do we go and do we look back at the people who had these allegations and then come out and recanted and said that they were lying? Do you go back after those people and prosecute them? Because only one of those needs to be a conviction for a person, especially a black man. And you know what? He could spend the rest of his life in jail. So I think there needs to be some more uh, practical and sound decisions being made when it comes to accusing somebody as well as due process and making sure that the person is actually guilty when you convict somebody. So I appreciate you giving me the time. Yeah. Definitely. You guys have a good rest of your night. You too. Thank you for calling in. Yep. Let me um, let me go ahead and bring up um, 10-4 Recon. 10-4 Recon, your mic is unmuted. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? I'm alive. How are you all doing? Child, we're here. <laughs> So we I, wanted, slow. <laughs> I wanted to, because, you know, it, it was said a lot earlier regarding why um, the 60 women didn't come out sooner. Mm -hmm. And we got to kind of, you know, I'm 38 going to be 39. So I think we got to give the younger people context about life back in the 80s mm -hmm. compared to now. So that way they could understand why many of these women didn't come out. Uh, first of all, sexual harassment wasn't e like even in, it really started like gaining traction in the 90s for one thing. And even then, the laws weren't really put in place as much and in corporate America until like late 90s to the 2000s. And even to this day, if you file a sexual harassment claim against somebody a lot of people still get repercussions. And I think that's something that we need to understand to understand the psyche of why many of these women didn't come out. Number two, drugging women was seen as more acceptable back then. And I'm yeah, even in the 90s, remember the Spanish fly thing, not to even bring up Charlemagne, that was big in the hood. Like people dropping Spanish fly in people's drinks and soda pops and things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, and I'm going to take it further. Mm -hmm. You used to see it in Looney Tunes. You could still find old Looney Tune clips for free on like Amazon Prime and <sighs> YouTube and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. A lot like, uh, uh, like especially Kept ones with Bugs Bunny in them. And yep, that, yep, yep, yep. He was always sexually harassing that skunk. <laughs> yeah. She was, <laughs> she was a mess. <laughs> and a final example I'm going to give everyone is look up the video, The Beastie Boys, Fight for Your Right to Party. Mm. Oh. And remember, it has Uncle Rush in the background because the Beastie mm. Boys were mm. a Def Jam. Oh and you see the Beastie Boys pour Spanish fly in 
The Fruit Bowl Punch. Oh, I forgot about that. Then when she said it, I knew exactly what she was talking about. Oh, and, my and good old Russell Simmons, he's being accused of all types of sexual allegations. That's why he done ran his ass to Bali. Mm. Yeah, one of them South Asian countries. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you right self-imposed Temple. exile. Exactly. Yes. So that's why you know, a Bill was bold. <laughs> because <laughs> it was seen he talked about it on Larry King Live and everything. It sure was seen did. as acceptable to drug women. And that's why women were always told I was told at a young age by my mother, like, you know, watch what you drink, be careful about strangers. Like we were right. warned all this stuff when we were young because like <laughs> because like it happened to too many people. Like right. and, so that was the point that I wanted to bring up for those who had trouble understanding why a lot of these women didn't come out. There really wasn't a platform, at, you know, back then, like there is now. And unfortunately, right. the Me Too movement, you know, got co-opted and now mm-hmm. may have brought us back. And it's, it is slowly bringing us back to that time where it's going to become more difficult for victims to come out again. And I'll complete. That's, what, that's the whole setup, Tenfold Rican. You just said it. That's the whole I feel whole like that was a setup, setup, too. I feel like it was a setup. This whole movement was hijacked yeah! just to bring everybody that's back. Thing. That's my whole argument. Like I said earlier, civil rights was a failure. People of color, because everybody else got their freedoms. At the end of the day, any movement or protest that is to combat patriarchy and white supremacy, it will always be co-opted and destroyed from the inside out. Bad. It happened with the Black Panther Absolutely. movement. Who by the door? <laughs> I don't know about that book. If you guys know, read the book, The Spook That Sat By The Door. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, you hit on some good points, sis. This has been a really good conversation. Thank you so much for calling in, Tim Thanks. All right. Talk to you later, sis. Let me go ahead and bring on, let me see here, Malachi. Malachi, you're on the stage. Hey, T, can y'all hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. How are you? I'm fine. I just want to make this real quick. I got to get back to this this summer school, child. I got to get back to this. Uh, <laughs> when Tenfold was talking about how acceptable um, sexual abuse was on women, it automatically reminded me of this the scene from Revenge of the Nerds, the movie, mm-hmm. where one of the guys, you know, one of the nerds who was getting revenge, he dressed up as Darth Vader, and he basically, mm-hmm. he had sex with one of, I guess, one of the girls who was like being... Oh my god, I remember that. Yeah, he had sex with her, but mm-hmm. she thought he was her boyfriend, and mm-hmm. he, the whole time, he didn't say anything. They put that, that first of all, that's rape, because she technically did not consent to have sex with that specific person. Yeah. But they put that in a movie. Yeah. In a whole ass movie that was marketed to, you know, teenagers and young adults. And, you know, it, it's it's stuff like that. It, contri- it contributes to why assault on women was seen as access- accessible for, um, acceptable, I'm sorry, for so long. So when Tenfold was, you know, saying what she said, it automatically reminded me about that. So I just wanted to like point that out real quick. No, you hit on some good points. And that's what I say all the time about conditioning. 
a lot of times when we're young, we're watching all this stuff. Revenge of the Nerds came out when we were like eight and nine. You know, th these are old movies. And if you're a young man, and this was before social media, and a lot of times back then in like the 80s and 90s, they didn't really talk openly about sex and sexual assault. So you got a lot of the things that you found out about sex was via the TV. So if you're a young male and you're watching scenes like that where guys are pretending to be other people and, you know, they're pouring Spanish flying girls as drinks, these are all conditioning mechanisms. You know, where exactly. people are thinking that this type of behavior is okay. So we're being conditioned and not even knowing it. Yeah, I There's agree with for that. It's called the Houdini. What is that? The Houdini is when, which is rape, but you know how they always have the, you know, different sex positions and the names and shit and, you know, like the, the real freaky shit and stuff. But yeah, the Houdini is when you're having sex with someone from the back and you switch out with your friend without the girl knowing. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I heard about that. Dang. Are you I didn't know I had a name, honey. Mm-hmm, the Houdini. Isn't that what happened with that um the little midget wrestling dude or something? Yeah, they... the one that I had to drag on my very first podcast. Yes. Yo. Wait, what? He was bragging about it. I gotta look up his name, but he was bragging about how it was Carlos Mencina's, you know, little person friend. And basically oh, yeah. the girl thought she was having sex with Carlos Mancina because the lights were off. Carlos slipped out the back door. The little man walked in and started banging the girl. And then once he got drugged, because everybody was like, sir, that's not a joke, bitch. That's rape. Then he tried to backtrack and pussy pop. And, oh, no, it was just a joke. I was being funny. Now, you know, damn well, who jokes like that? Like, mm -hmm. sir, it really happened because I know dudes who did things like that back in the day. So, yeah, that really does happen to people. Just like when you're sleeping with a guy and you see him put on a condom. And then you guys are doing the duel, and all of a sudden, it's like you just feel all this wetness because he took out the condom. That's a violation. That is literally rape. And he literally yep. did that on that radio show, on that podcast, whatever it was, and he admitted to it. He was laughing about it. Right. Like, that's right. just sick. He, he was conditioned, basically. Just like mm -hmm. Charlemagne with his Spanish fly. Oh, yeah. I did. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, you just gonna keep talking about that, huh? Okay. It's, it's a mess, but that's really all I want to say. I got to go and get back to this work, but thank you so much for letting me speak. Thank you for calling him, uh, Malachi. I appreciate you. No all problem. Right. It is 1030. I'm going to take one more call. I know there's a lot of people on the line, and I appreciate everybody for being here. This has been such a wonderful conversation. Um, let me go ahead and bring on Matt MC. Matt MC, you're unmuted. Hello. Okay, I guess they didn't want to talk. They were listening. Um, let me bring on, let's see here. Uh Crystalline Sims. Crystalline Sims, you're on the stage. Hi. So y'all did almost say almost everything that I was gonna say. <laughs> and as soon as I was going tonight, right? Yeah, because I was going to bring up, like, R. Kelly and stuff, and even, like, O.J. I'm like, dang, y'all just taking all my little points. But, you know, with the whole Bill Cosby thing, he definitely wrong. He dead ass wrong. Now, I just, because I was talking to my mom about this earlier. I was FaceTiming her, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not surprised. I'm I'm not surprised that he, they ended up letting him out. Because when you look at it, I'm like, but you you, the way they did it, you know, um, I told my mom, I was like, first of all, if they had a regular old Joe, 
Bill Cosby would have been in jail. But you have all these eyes on this man, and y'all going to illegally get, like, we all see how you guys got him in jail, and y'all don't think that this isn't going to go any further. Like, to me, that just kind of said, like, they wanted him in there. But like I was saying, it's deeper than that, because they had to have known this man was not going to be in jail unless he, he died of his old age. And he's been holding on. <laughs> so. Yeah, they it definitely is coming off like a setup, almost like a punishment, you know. And like the one sister who called in, I didn't even know he had property, you know, with a pipeline underneath it. You know, maybe that was the punishment. Maybe now, you know, we'll hear a month from now that he's selling his house and getting the hell up out of America. Who knows? It's, he's probably going to get real quiet, I think. I think it's going to get real quiet. And then the next thing we're going to hear is in a few years from now, Bill Cosby and Dad. Mm. Yep, he's going to disappear. We're not going to hear from him. The next thing you know, Bill Cosby's dead, guys. What? How he died? We don't know. You he's know what? Maui with just... Russell Simmons. Somebody just said it in the chat, too, about Kevin Spacey, because I was just thinking about him, too, mm. how, you know, people talk about, oh, well, you know, Bill Cosby's show went off. And I'm like, but OK, Kevin Spacey's because I used to watch Kevin Spacey's show. I actually didn't find out till after I finished the show that he didn't finish airing. Yeah. Um, mm. About how, you know, he had gotten caught with that, with that, um, the accusations with the little boy. And I'm like, okay, this show's still airing everywhere. Because I think I was watching it, like, on Netflix or something. And I'm like, this is well after these accusations. And But like y'all said, you haven't really heard nothing from Kevin Spacey either. It's been real quiet with him. His damn, is that all the witnesses keep dying? Mm-hmm. Yep. We got more dead witnesses than anybody. I'm like, well, damn, another Kevin Spacey witness done died? What's really going on? But now, Kevin Spacey was messed up. Room. Somebody made a good point in the chat. Um, Marie, uh, Mari Moore says, Cosby's vindication was a message to the hashtag MeToo movement, and it will set a precedence for future, pace, uh, for future cases to come. So, yeah, that definitely could have been a message to the MeToo people. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to think about, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and Kevin Spacey, I mean, you could still find out his movies. And even with the Kevin Spacey situation, that's very disturbing because... Everybody in Hollywood knew about it, and it was an inside joke. We saw it on Family Guy when Stewie was running out of Kevin Spacey's basement. You know, so it's like a lot of this stuff has just been running jokes, and people didn't realize how much these jokes were true with a lot of these people, even Harvey Weinstein. Everybody in Hollywood knew how Harvey Weinstein got down. Courtney Love even talked about it, and they dismissed her as a, as a you know, crackhead and alcoholic. And she was blasting him years ago on stage. Well, that's how you do people, unfortunately. Yeah, I was surprised how when the accusations came out about Kevin Spacey, um, especially with the guy, I can't think of his name, but I remember he was in Star Trek or whatever, the newer one. But when he came out with the accusations, Kevin Spacey didn't really deny it. He just was like, oh, yeah, I did. I'm sorry I did that. That's when he came out the closet. Then it was. Oh, I'm gay. Well, no, no, no. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna mix the two. No, like, right, exactly. About your sexuality, like you had sex with a minor, but he tried yeah. to, you know, he tried to use it as a way to him to come out the closet, and people drug him on social. The media. community was not here for that at all. At all. He Kevin was so nonchalant. Kevin Spacey. I'm not. He's gone. He's gone. But his daddy messed him up, y'all. He is a product of a very sick situation. 
I am not excusing him. He's a victim who victimized and was a demonic predator, but he got messed up early. No lie. Yep. No lie. I think his story was similar to Richard Pryor, wasn't he? Well, what happened? What happened? What his dad? No, his 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 brother came out with the T. I swear to God, man, you talked about this last year. His brother came out in Vulture and did a um interview and basically said that their father was a you know racist white supremacist, but that his father raped them. Okay, oh, after they mother left because the mother he was beating on their mama, then the mama left and then left them too, and he was raping them. But then oh he God. the brother was younger than Spacey and he thought Spacey was when Spacey ran away. Oh no, no, no. The old he was the older brother, Spacey was the younger brother, and the older brother couldn't take it and left and left Kevin there. He never forgave him because he got the brunt of the torment. After wow. the other left. So y'all check out Vulture. It was an article last year. And when I read that, I was like, oh my God. Mm. That's why he's like that. So it goes back to that nature versus nurture. But yeah, he's sick. All his people that coming up dead. Yeah, because I think his dad was yeah, like him in the room something and stuff crazy. too. Mm hmm. Kevin Spacey is starring in a new movie about pedophilia. They're shooting no, it in France. Not. No, you lying. Are you I'm so serious. Wait, what? Uh -uh. It's, it's, I'm, I'm going to send you the article. Hold on. The irony. What? Galactic I, I Federation, not. please accept me. I'm, I'm going to put it in the telegram right now. Wow. I didn't know that. Well, you guys. It's officially been an hour and 50 minutes. This has been an amazing conversation. Thank you it to really everybody has. who came. Like, I had such a good time just chopping up with you guys on the audio chat. Um, there are tons of people. Um, they're supposed to be getting the Android users into the chat within the next month or two. So, <laughs> yeah, they're wrong for that, team. Yeah, if you're a you may want to just use an iPad like I'm doing for the time being. So that way you can access the chat. But this has just been a really good conversation. And I just want to thank you guys for coming and spending time with me in the green tea room tonight. I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. And we'll do it again. You know, whatever topics you guys want to discuss, we can definitely hit on them. You know, send me a request, send me a DM, send me a message on, you know, um, Discord, Twitter, and we can hit on those topics. Mm -hmm. All right. Was there anything else? This was a really good podcast. This, this, yeah, this, this was, was great. Really great. Thank you for having, for having us and letting us talk. Yeah. Definitely. And once again, thank you guys in the chat who came through and the people who are just here listening. I appreciate you guys as well. So we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for coming through. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L-O-V-E-L-Y-T-I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.